Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You want to know what my favorite thing about NXT at the moment is they have security footage everywhere. And we have basically seen every single attack that has ever happened. Apart from whoever kicked the ass of one trick Williams. But this has become a proper story that I'm invested in. And I kind of sit there and go, oh my gosh, I wonder who did it. I mean, it could be you, it could be me, it could be my Auntie Betty. Which is highly unlikely because she is dead. But of course, we now have to decide whether this was a good episode of NXT or a bad episode of NXT. And come 2024, WWE announced yesterday they have signed a deal with the CW Network and they've made a bunch load of money. NXT is on the rise, my friends, and therefore, let us up those downs. Tazawa versus Noam Dar kicked off the show, I tell you. The way that Tazawa is promoted on both Raw and NXT is totally different. But am I on the Tazawa train regardless? Yes. Although this is more like a horse. The absolute highlight, too, is that Tazawa only got this because he blackmailed Noam Dar using zombies. Let's just all give NXT a round of applause. The best damn show on TV. We also had the metaphor in Alpha Academy out there, so of course they were just getting into it constantly. But when we got to the end of round one, there hadn't been any falls. Tension. When we got to the second round, though, Noam Dar remembered, oh yeah, I should hit the most devastating move in all a sports head attempt surprise roll-up and hold the trunks, and he got the three. Chad Gable was outraged about this to the point... I think the Alpha Academy may be coming back next week. Tazawa then decides to do a big old dive because he too remembered that we were wrestling in 2023 and he even took out Aura Mensa, who was being a bit of a bother on the outside, when no one was like, Haha, I'm going to kick you right into Rita the ring post. Taz moved and Noam just booted Rita. And I was like, look, it serves you right. Nobody was thinking about Mrs. Post. It obviously wounded the ankle, so Tazawa saw this from afar. I mean, it was like flashing red as if it was a video game boss. And he locked in a submission and he got the tap out win. So now it's one to one. And I can't lie. I was like, please let Tazawa win the Heritage Cup. And he didn't. Because just as he was going for a senton off the top, Lash Legend just dragged Noam Dar out the ring. The referee didn't see it because there was so much distraction, which is when Noam hit his big kick and he got the three count. I was genuinely annoyed about this. That's when I looked off into the distance and I was like, <laughs> still a nerd. Both teams then continue to fight afterwards, so I bet we do do something at deadline. That's all right. The Alpha Academy are really good. And the metaphor, well, just listen to their name. They're Silly Billies. And I like Silly Billies. Up. The commentators then confirmed that the Iron Challenge is returning next month. And of course, who better to announce the first qualifying matches than Mick Foley? <laughs> I love Mick Foley. He is all-time, but hasn't time at all. He didn't do much work either because he chose Tiffany Stratton versus Fallon Henley, as well as Dijak versus Tyler Bate. 
And I was like, wait a minute, Mick. NXT had already announced those matches. It was then time to light a fire under Lyra Valkyria's ass as well because she is the brand new women's champion. So she came out here and at one point she just screamed into the microphone, oh, I'm the champion. And I was like, all right, that's a strange thing to do. She really did come across like a mega baby face though because she thanked the fans and she thanked Becky Lynch who inspired her to become a wrestler and now she has defeated her to be the champion. So she is just living all of her dreams. There is something in my eye. Now, somebody was always going to interrupt because this is WWE TV and it was Zia Lee. And I was like, honestly, Zia, you need to make your mind up. You're just attacking everybody at the moment, but you never have a damn match. Her reasoning, however, was because she has taken out Becky Lynch, she should now have a shot at the NXT Championship. This is what I did when I was watching. I was like, it doesn't make any sense. That's like if I steal King Charles's wallet, I should be the king. What? Some security guard got too close as well, so Zaylee just booted his head off, which made me laugh. And just to make sure this was super duper serious, they then just stared at each other. So I am baffled about what we are going to do with Zaya. I mean, she's got to do something with Candace, she's got to do something with Becky, and now she has to do something with Lyra. And she can't lose, because that will make her look like a right goober, but she is going to take the L. But look, it was fine, and anything we can do to continue to build Lyra up, I think it's a good idea, because I've said that word giving it a nap. Tyler then promised to beat Dijak later and I'm going to let you know that he was a massive liar when we did see the Alpha Academy and yeah in seven days time they're going to be on Noam Dar's Supernova show. Some referee was then talking to Shawn Michaels I think and they were like oh my gosh we are doing Brom Breaker versus Von Wagner later and we have to make sure everything goes to plan and we get a winner. I suppose the sort of worry here was Wagner's head because it's still all screwed up I was like, well, why the hell did you book the match then? You know what Brom Breaker is going to do. He's going to open that damn thing and feast on his brains. We have gone way too far in the wrong direction. We then finally got to Tiffany Stratton and Fallon Henley after teasing it for weeks. I tell you, this is really good. Henley decided to work over Tiffany's leg, including a Boston crab. I did some Googling and she's not even from Boston. So Tiffany was like, well, if you're going to go after my leg, I'll go after your leg. So yeah, she smacked her right in the knee. Now this worked because every time Fallon tried to get things going, she started to hobble, which is when Stratton grabbed her. And I kid you not, just threw her onto the outside. Like, I ain't kidding. She had her in this position and just went, huh. And she took a horrible fall. I mean, that looked like it sucked. She too was then using Rita the ring post because everybody knows that Rita hates legs as well. So she was trying to break it. When Stratton went for the moonsault, but she missed. This basically happened too to tease you that maybe Fallon was going to be able to do it and she went for a finisher, but once again her leg gave out when that damn Tiffany Stratton gave her a chop block, that old chestnut, and she hit the prettiest moonsault ever. There it is. And she got the one, two, three. So she is now qualified for the Iron Challenge. I know I say this all the time, but we've only just started doing NXT again. This Tiffany Stratton could be put on the main roster tomorrow and nobody would even blink. So once again, I thought this was very decent. Up. Mackenzie Mitchell was then interviewing Wesley, who was so happy to be back on NXT, but his whole day got ruined because in walked Baron Corbin and essentially went, I think you're a piece of crap. So essentially he's not impressed with Wes, so they are going to have a match. I'm actually quite intrigued by that. When out came Von Wagner, and yeah, he's put his damn health on the line. Now if we do pretend that wrestling is properly real, this would be like a boxer getting whammed in the head. And everyone then just go, yeah, sure. I don't think it's a problem. You take on the most dangerous person in the company. But Bron Breaker was here, so that's what we're going to do. He was also loving the fact he got to do this. And when he applied to Steiner Akina, I kid you not, it was like he was going, oh, I'm going to rip your head off. And of course, right now, Von Wagner's head is his damn weak spot. Amazingly, though, Von used this to summon the power of a thousand suns, and he hit the spear for the one, two, ooh. 
when they fell to the outside of the ring. And don't forget what happened last time, I was having kittens. Nobody knows what that means. People will then be thrown into Anna the announce table and Simba the still steps too. So I was freaking out about Barry Barricade. When Mr. Stone decided, well, I must help my friend. I was like, bro, this ain't gonna go well for you. And it didn't. When all it essentially did was cause a distraction. So Bron saw Von Wagner and he whacked him right in the penis. Your breaker then decided, haha, I'm gonna finish off Robert Stone for good. When of course we dent to friendship here, because just as he was about to spear him on the outside, Von Wagner got in the way, he took the fall, thrown back in the ring, he took another spear, and he lost. So we've learned a valuable lesson, people. Don't have friends. Now, we weren't done here because Stone decided, well, I have to hit you with a chair. I was like, man, that's a terrible idea. But once again, just as Breaker was about to absolutely kill him, Von Wagner was back, and he took Bron, and he threw him through Alan the announce table. And the commentators kept telling us here, oh, it didn't matter, he lost the match, because look, he has a new pal. So maybe I was wrong. I just want a buddy of my own. It also ended with the two hugging, so that actually was quite nice. And I guess they're going to do some kind of big stipulation match at deadline. This has blossomed into quite the nice feud. And if it were me, and it's not me, just in case you're interested, I would have Von Wagner win, and then I'd put Bron Breaker on Raw or SmackDown. I mean, what else can he possibly do? He's already tried to kill people. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Carmella Hayes was then back saying, oh, I didn't attract Trick Williams. And if that is a lie, my work is a good liar. When we had this brawling brute skit, which was essentially just Peaky Blinders. We're in Peaky Blinders. Remember that show? It was really good Peaky Blinders. Anyway, they are going to be facing OTM next week. And as I have said before... I like having Butch and Pete Dunne, that's the same person, Butch and Rich Holland on NXT, they just fit. When we had to sort out some stuff that had happened earlier in the night, because Electra Lopez, Lola Vice, Kalani Jordan and Roxanne Perez had all fallen out, so we were going to do a tag team match. Now, this was mostly situated around the fact that Lola was all like, oh, I won the women's breakout tournament, so I'm the best. I'm not sure whether Ariana Grace agrees or disagrees, because she just came out 
she wanted to watch. Now, I actually did think this was really smart because a lot of people in this thing do need some experience. And as we know, Roxanne Perez is really, really good. So she took on most of the load here. She was just being like, yeah, look how good I am. One day you can be as good as this too. And they can. She also let Jordan have the hot tag. And once again, you can just see her getting better in front of your eyes. And in terms of natural ability, well, I think she has a lot of it. Perez had also taken a Phoenix down by this point. So she was able to hit the pop rocks onto Lopez when she looked out the ring and she saw another enemy. So she did a big dive. Also, when the Kalani can now go for her split leg moonsault thing. And yes, when she first went to jump on the turnbuckle, she slipped a little bit. But this just shows that she is improving because she fobbed that off. She did it. It looked wonderful. And she got the win. And they got a little bit nuts because Grace was like, I shall do the ring announcement. When Carmen Petrovic turned up and she just smacked Ariana right in the face. And I was like, I don't really know who's heel or face anymore. Just go listen to the crowd. They really like Ariana Grace. Once again, this was very much an experience match. And I am just going to get into Groundhog Day mode here. Because I've said this now three times. Put Roxanne Perez on Raw or SmackDown. She is ready. But up. Joe Gacy then continued his transformation and he spoke to us in a bunch of riddles. He was like, I used to be spooky wookie and nobody likes me. So now maybe I won't be spooky wookie and somebody will like me. I don't know. It probably is time to change his character. So we wait and see. Ilya Dragunov also addressed Baron Corbin. It was all like, I didn't appreciate the fact you attacked me last week, Baron. So they're going to do their match, probably at deadline. And I tell you once again, I think that will be pretty good. When the Alpha Academy were back, because Otis and Drew Gulak had also fallen out earlier. So now they had to fight. Once again, everybody was at ringside, so it was a little bit of carnage. But look at what we had here. It was so damn obvious what we were going to do, because we had a big man who was ready to slap man meat, and you had a dude that's like a technical wizard. Go. There was also a lot of thrusting during this, as you'd probably expect. And Otis actually became his own worst enemy here, because he kept charging at Drew, who Batman Arkham Asylum'd him. He got out of the way, meaning Otis went right into Tina the Turnbuckle. Drew then took over with a headbutt, and tried to choke out Otis using his legs. And I was writing that down. I was like, man, that is a strange sentence. And also, you can't do this to a guy like the Oat. He picked him up and he gave him the bomb of power. He also followed up with a caterpillar where he hit another power bomb for the one, two, three. The absolute joyous thing about this is that like Drew Gulak was kind of in it, but Otis basically wrecked him. And you never see that on Raw anymore. I miss it. I love Otis. He looks like a lovable guy. Yana James and Tiffany Stratton were having a conversation in the back where they were basically going, <laughs> we hate the entire roster. Honestly, this is the most passive-aggressive conversation you've ever seen in your life. Oh, hi, Brian. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm great, Steve. How are you? Well, I'm fine. Thanks for asking, dude. Well, great. Do you want to come to my party? Well, actually, yes. Yes, I do. And then moved on to another one of these NXT storylines I absolutely love. Because JC Jane was in Chase U when the Delangelo family turned up and they gave her a letter. They said, listen, this has to go to Andre Chase. Do not look at this letter. As soon as they left, she just looked at it, which is illegal. Bring down the crime counter. It goes up by one. I ain't even kidding. Two, go read the rules. Now, she must have seen something because she did this face. Which is when Andre caught her and was like, what are you? You can't read somebody else's mail. And then the whole thing just ended. So we have a cliffhanger here and more for me. I cannot wait to see what this is because I love Chase U. I mean, is Andre involved in something not quite above the books? Dun, dun, dun. What will happen to the school? It's like a sitcom from the 1980s. We did a proper 180 after this too because Jack and Tyler Bate 
beat the crap out of each other. Now, this was always going to go well because Tyler Bate is the man when it comes to working bigger guys, and Dijak is the man when it comes to working guys who are not as big as him. So when you did put it all in the math equation, it was two plus two equals four. Tyler also maxed out his energy bar earlier. He was going for all the finishes, but we just kept going reverse reversal. And when he gave Dijak the aeroplane spin, well, it just looks so cool. Because again, Dijak is massive and Tyler isn't as big. That just works. Sadly, though, he made the classic mistake that all wrestlers make. Just as he was on the up and up, he was like, I shall climb the turnbuckle. He went for a flying nothing. He got caught. Feast your eyes. One, two, three. So now Dijak is in the Iron Challenge. And it's kind of crazy because Bate never gets victories anymore and he's kind of lost in the shuffle in NXT. But look, he's still damn talented. And this Dijak has completely reinvented himself. That's the beauty of NXT. You can do that. It also served as our main event match because we were going to finish NXT with our big conversation because Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams had to have a chat. That sounds awful out of context, but when you know the story, it's really good. And Trick was just like, please, Carmelo, please tell me if you did this. And Carmelo was like, how could you even say these things? I saw greatness in you from day one, and I've always had your back. So just want to point out, he never actually said no. William still doesn't feel like Carmelo has been there for him in the same way he has. And also, look at this. When he was whacked, was anybody around to save him? No. No, they weren't. We also got a huge tease because Trick was like, the first voice I heard when I came to was you, Carmelo Hayes. And just as he was about to say something, <laughs> here came Lexus King. What a pie pooper. Now, he was clearly playing Professor Layton here because he too was talking in riddles. He was all like, well, maybe I attacked him, but maybe I didn't attack him. Some of the things that he had scripted. Well, what I'm going to say is maybe don't do this again, because look. Because hello, my friends, and welcome to the episode of Nobody Talks Like That. Very sadly, this week, featuring Lexus King. Because he said when it comes to the attacker, it could be somebody who wanted to make an impact. Someone dark and dirty like you've never seen. Someone with a mind so twisted, his thoughts so unclean. I was like, this sounds like a Natalie Imbruglia song. So yeah, don't do that again. Nobody talks like that. He also really wanted Trick to hit him, so he started prodding the bear. And of course, Williams totally fell for this. He took a swing. Lexus got out of the way, meaning Trick Williams smacked Carmelo Hayes. Oh, no. Carmelo also sold this like he was dead. And when Trick tried to pick him up the first time, he was like, man, you get off me. I want nothing to do with it. Then eight seconds later, he clearly got on over it because Trick Williams helped him up and they hugged. But it meant that NXT finished with Carmelo having a very guilty look on his face. Or oh, he was quite pissed off about this. Maybe, just maybe, this is no longer his friend. King also skipped away like the cat that got the cream. And again, I don't mind him being involved in this, but don't make him say such words. But it's such a good angle. Because if Carmelo Hayes did do this, he could be a mega heel. Or maybe it's going to be somebody we're not even thinking about right now. But it is certainly elevating everybody... I'm giving it enough. So once again, NXT just does exactly what it says on the tin. I mean, there are surprises because it's totally crazy, but you always kind of understand the direction we are going. That makes it very easy to watch. These two hours fly by up. Now, of course, please do leave me a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's NXT. Click the video on the screen to watch ups and downs for Raw. All the support is appreciated. Appreciate seeing you. And maybe you saw B2. Maybe you listened. I stopped that. Maybe you listened to me as you walked around your house. I don't know. Trying to finish the video. Should we just end it? Yes. Done. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.